Okay, hey, uh, man, I don't, uh, I don't think I've ever done this before. Speaking to a Canadian who just finished racing an MXGP over in Italy or anywhere in Europe for that matter. Uh, sure, we've done Motocross of Nations, but uh, man, this is a first. We've got Dylan Wright who just finished his first MXGP race, man, the MXGP of Trentino over there in Italy. Dylan, thank you very much for chatting with us. Yeah, no worries, no worries. It's, uh, it's good, to, good, to, good to talk to some familiar voices, you know. I'm um, getting to know a bunch of people over here, so it's been nice. But uh, I always like to talk to some, pe some people from back home, you know. <laughs> well, well, you just told me, too, that uh, right now you're all by yourself over there. So uh, we'll try to keep you company for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm lucky, lucky enough that uh, Derek and Carrie kind of set me up in a nice little apartment. So I just got back from the track with the team and stuff. And able to kind of chill out now and uh try and rest the old muscles a little bit <laughs> all right well of course i've got uh, i got lots of questions for you but first of all let me let me uh let's back back up i mean i know when we were at the motocross of nations there geez just uh, not long ago at all a few weeks back but uh i know that there was some interest but uh, i think derek kind of alluded to the fact that had you guys spoken before about wanting to go do an mxgp race yeah so like him and i have talked about trying to do some off-season races uh whether that be um, like the U.S. stuff or the GPs. Um, and, like, we always try and make something happen because, well, one, I like to do them, and I think it's good for my riding. And, two, it really it brings a lot of exposure to the team and to me. And um, it's also fun just to get to know some new people around the world and make new connections and make some new friends. So um, I've always kind of been into it. So, yeah, it's definitely some talks that uh, we've always had about doing some off-season stuff. It's just um, finally nice for it to kind of work out and especially with like, I mean, COVID sucks, but this year it kind of works out decent for me. Okay. Now I know, um, who, when we were at the motocross of nations, of course I snuck some photos while you were being chatted up by, uh, by a team guy there, but, uh, did you, did you speak with one team, more than one team while we were over there or who'd, uh, who'd you speak with? Yeah. Uh, I spoke to a couple because the one team, um, all Honda teams for the most part, obviously, because it's super easy. Um, and guys that um, either needed a fill-in guy or were looking for another rider. Um, so there's a couple of guys that I had talked to in the past um, that I talked to at the Nation. And um, the one that you probably see me talking to is Jackie Martin um, under the, the tent there. But, um, so, yeah, I talked to a few uh, teams because I expressed um, some interest in coming over here because, I mean, one, I feel like it's kind of my style of riding over here. And two, I think like no other Canadians kind of taking this path. And it's one that um, that I've always kind of wanted to do. And this is kind of like an opportunity. So I wasn't going to wasn't going to uh, let an opportunity go to, um, you know, come race the best in the world, really. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, I'll talk about that. I mean, but, uh, yeah, crazy, the pace over there and stuff. But I've been speaking with, uh, man, just everyone seems to be asking me about who's the last person to do this kind of thing. And, boy, I mean, to be actually kind of on a team and stuff like that, I, I can't, I don't know. I go back, the archives on MXGP go back to, like, 05 or something. And, of course, Liam O'Farrell and uh, Cornell Nemeth are on there. Of course, they came and raced. And, <laughs> but they're not Canadians, technically. But uh, I don't know how far we have to go back. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. Maybe maybe Patterson. I don't know if he did any other than in the U.S. Uh, I know he did a bunch of off-season races, but other than that, I think JSR, I uh, talked to him a little bit, he did one in the U.S. at one point. Um, but to actually come over here, I'm not sure. I might be I might be the first one. 
So yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every time I talk about it, I'm, I go back to names like Patterson, Harnden, and all those guys, Al Dick and stuff like that. And then, of course, we've got Cade Walker living over there, but uh, he's kind of working his way up towards hopefully hopefully going to do an MXGP. But, I mean, yeah. So, anyway, what I'm trying to say is it's pretty amazing that you're over there doing this. Yeah, exactly. I think for me, um, it's cool, too. I mean, obviously, um, lucky enough to kind of have the backing of uh, the 114 and the Garibaldi um um, Garibaldi guys and the HRC guys, so it's kind of it's it's been pretty good for me. I've obviously been able to make a lot of contact um, with those guys and you know meet some new people, and um, it's been really good the last the last couple of days. It's um, it's been cool, and I mean for me it's kind of like an adventure. Like I came over by myself, um, that was kind of that was kind of you know not stressful, but it, I was you know you don't know what to expect. <laughs> I'm going somewhere new. I have no idea where I'm going. Um, and at first, like, there was a little bit of a language barrier with kind of how everything got set up. So at, at one point, I was like, I, I don't even know, like, if someone picked me up at the airport, like, I, I don't <laughs> really have too many details. Other than, like, I knew my stuff at the track was going to be dialed in. But, like, the rest of it, um, you know, I didn't really know. And then I actually ended up taking, like, the train from the airport to here um, just to save kind of the hassle for a few people on the team that would have to go out of their way. Um, to come get me, so I was just like, I'll figure it out, don't worry, like, mm-hmm. I'm good, but, um, so it's kind of, you know, it's a little bit of an adventure, and a, I wouldn't say vacation, because it's more of a business trip, but, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's always fun to explore some different spots in the world. Well, I'll tell you, man, you're, I know you just, you just turned 25, I think, right, when we were over there at the races, and, uh, 24, 24, oh, I screwed that up, I've screwed that up, multi- oh, I screwed that up a whole bunch of times, sorry about that. <laughs> okay, you're 24, but I tell you, when you get yeah. older, what you miss is putting yourself in those unknown situations. It's it's stressful at the time, but when you get older, you that's what you miss because you, you, everything gets so mundane and oh, I do this today. But throwing yourself out there like that, man, that's that's stuff you miss. So. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's something that, like, hopefully, uh, maybe I can kind of pave the way a little bit for the next kind of Canadian riders. Um, you know, just kind of throwing yourself to the wolves a little bit and you know I like honestly I had no idea what to expect when I was coming over here like what the setup and everything was going to be like or what you know I was going to be working with I didn't know if he spoke English like I had no idea um so you know you kind of throw yourself to the wolves and um obviously for me just riding the dirt bike comes fairly easy so um the rest of it you know as long as you have a bike ready on on Sunday morning and I guess Wednesday this week but on Sunday morning I mean you're pretty much good to go. Yeah, and, and I think what's cool is, I mean, I've, you know, I've chased you around all kinds of places for one-off races, you know, like, you know, Ironman in Indiana, and you do one race, and if it doesn't go well, well, then you pack up and you go home, you're like, well, that didn't go well, but now, you know, you're there for five races, you can work on things, if something goes, you know, it's not the same as what you've done in the past, which is really cool, you're actually going to get a chance to adapt a bit to, uh, you know, the whole different way things run. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and I think, like, for setup-wise on the bike, too, because obviously for our Canadian stuff, we have a particular setup to our bike that works well for our Canadian tracks, because we know the tracks, and we know, you know, we know where we're going in advance, and we already have, like, a kind of a base setup for most of the tracks, um, so, I mean, for that, it's kind of difficult doing a one-off race, because you don't really know what to expect, like, especially... Even in the U.S., some of the tracks, like, you, you want to set the bike up differently, but you kind of, you don't know until you get there. Um, so, for me, that's kind of cool. It's like I have some time to adapt, like you say, to the track and to the new environment and stuff, which is cool. But, 
the teams actually um, made it like super easy for me um, to make it, uh, you know, kind of feel like home a little bit. Um, and I've actually become pretty good friends with both their 250 guys on the team and stuff. So it's been uh, it's been a fun last uh, couple of days, you know, just kind of hanging out with the guys. And actually, the guy, well, teammate for a while. I'm over here. He podium today, which was pretty sweet. Oh right, who who's that? Uh, Ruben Fernandez. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, yeah, I, I'm out in BC, so the timing, it's it's well for me, it's it's really early for me. So, and uh, ah, it's a long yeah. story, but uh, uh, yeah. So I mean, I caught, uh, I obviously watched it on MXGP-TV.com, so I checked that out. But uh, uh, Paul Malin men- mentioned you there at uh, mentioned you at one time. They're just talking about it. it was cool that you're over there doing it. But hey, I know people who are listening to this are going to want me to ask you uh, any trick parts, any cool parts from uh, over there for your bike? Like I'm on my bike? Yeah, did you get anything different? Not re- no, no. It's pretty much, it's the bike I raced at home, but like I already have some decent parts on my right. bike. Um, and like I wouldn't really want to change too much from what I run just because I'm comfortable with that Right. without doing any testing and stuff. So I... Uh, even like even if they were gonna kind of throw something at me, I don't even know if I'd be able to say yes without trying it out first type of deal. Um, that makes sense. Just because I'm comfortable with my setup, but um, yeah, I mean they're kind of there if I need anything parts wise. But um, you know, they're they're there for that. Uh, no no trick parts. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just thought I'd ask. It's kind of uh, no. So okay, so you we did the motocross of nations. You came home. I got that you did some stuff back home and then you went back over there. Um, you're just kind of where, where is that? You're just kind of northwest of where we were in Mantova, kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, north. I don't even know which way north. It's north of basically north, yeah, north of Mantova, I guess. I right. don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I flew to, I flew to Rome and then to Bologna and then hopped on a train. I honestly have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you though, that, uh, yeah, that track. I, that track, I mean, that's uh, visually that is one of the coolest areas for a track, huh? Right there in the mountains. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Like even the the town, like we're staying in, is unreal. Um, like with the lake and the mountains, and like the view is, is insane. It's like it's so beautiful, it's thick. And then once you get to the track, there's like just mountains everywhere. Um, and like the drive from the where I'm staying to the track is actually like super sick because he's like kind of driving in the valley. Um, and there's just like the mountains are super steep like they're not like uh, BC you know where it kind of goes up kind of gradually like they're steep like there's like just cliffs you just there's <laughs> actually guys beside the track rock climbing the other day when we were there just climbing the thing and then they base jump up the top like it's pretty wild <laughs> nice nice okay so um, I I kind of in, in my uh, kind of long version of that video I did for Motocross of Nations when we did the track walk I kind of made a note of it when I, I showed the clip that you were the only guy who went up those steep hills. Like, did you, uh, and I was impressed by that, by the way. So did you do full track walk here and everything like that? And what did you think of the track when you saw it? Yeah, yeah, I would say, I, I always like to walk the track because you kind of, even the steep stuff, because you kind of get a, you know, a rough estimate of what it's going to look like when you're going down on the bike. So that's just But yeah, I actually did a track walk with the team um, that were Sunday. So yeah, yesterday afternoon, um, after like the women's and the 125s were done racing, we can go walk the track. But like it's kind of like track walk time for everybody. Um, so we went and walked the track as a team, and uh, it was cool. It was 
<clears throat> you knew it was going to be slippery just because like there's a bunch of pebbles and the way they groom it is kind of like uh, the old groomer that you found at Walton. It only grooms like the top three, four mm. inches, so it kind of fluffs the top. And like the breaking bumps are pretty big even. And then like <laughs> the groomer will go over it and there's still the bumps so you can kind of see them where they're going to develop. Um, but yeah, so you knew it was going to be, you knew it was going to be hard pack because like underneath it's, it's, it's really slick. Like throttle control is key. Right. I thought, um, I mean, watching the track, it, I don't want to say weird, but it, it seemed narrow and kind of kind of one line, but it was every corner seemed to be set up. You could either go outside and kind of cut in or try to tuck the inside. It was like watching it, it was the same passes happening. So it was kind of there were options, but it was narrow. Was it? And that super booter jump there, what, to, what did you think of the track when you got on it? Yeah, um, it's definitely different of a track. Um, it was okay. Um, like I I kind of struggle a little bit bike setup in practice. Um, just like I'm running different tires and my suspension needs to be a little bit stiffer for this track. And the moose that I ended up running, I didn't like. So I just switched to a different moose after practice um, mm-hmm. and the tire that is. So it's, uh, it definitely took some getting used to. Like time qualifying did not go as I would have liked. But like I kind of felt comfy on the like sort of comfy on the bike so I knew that like the motos are always better for me anyways than qualifying for the most part um so I wasn't like too stressed about it but um I just I kind of put it in my brain that I was just going to go ride and have fun and you know try and do the best I can and that's kind of what I did because I don't I don't know where I'm going to fit in it's tough coming over here you never know because I haven't raced 95% of them except for the guys that are at the nations and there weren't that many at the nations that I'm racing again so it's kind of tough to know where you're going to fit in, but then, you know, when the gate drops for the first moto, it kind of find your spot. And, um, yeah, like you say, those lines were definitely, there's some spots where it's super one line, and the spots where, like you say, you either go jump to the inside and slide and bank off the wall at the end, <laughs> or you could hit the bank on the wall at the start and cut to the inside. Right. I mean, there were basically the oh, those were the only two options because that's kind of how the track I think is going to shave up the whole time we're here realistically. Right. Yeah, that's definitely what it looked like for sure. Well, let's let's talk about the uh, the actual racing and stuff then too. So, uh, what happened in qualifying? Yeah, uh, qualifying <laughs> was not good. Um, not not good. I I, just, I wasn't like super pissed off about it. It kind of was what it was, but. Um, <laughs> Not ideal. Like I said, I wasn't like super comfortable on the bike. I came back, made some changes, changed the moose I was in the rear because it was deflecting a lot off of the bumps, the one that I had run in practice. So, um, just tried to kind of get a little bit more comfy. But I mean, for me, it was kind of just getting used to everything. Like, and even in time qualifying, like they're like, oh, you can't even like slow down on your laps, or else you kind of get your your time taken away, like, you can't come to, like, a super slow and wait and look behind, because, or else you take your time away, so oh. there's just a bunch of stuff to get used to, so there's, like, there's a lot of shit going through my brain, where I'm like, alright, like, I gotta kind of make it all work, but, um, you know, I was just kind of excited to get to the moto, because, um, those guys, like, <laughs> they're not afraid to crash, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to get a fast lap, whereas I was like, yeah, you know what, the ground's pretty hard here, like, <laughs> I don't need to, like, full send for a fast lap, but then I also didn't know that your qualifying time counted as your gate pick for both motos, I had no idea about that. Oh, um, both, I don't think I knew that either. That maybe, yeah, yeah, so maybe I get why they kind of full send in time qualifying now, 
because I had no, I had no clue that yeah. it was for both motos. So yeah, that is um, weird. It was funny. I actually went up for the second moto, and there was a guy in like 13th spot because I got 13th in the first moto, which I was pretty happy with. Um, so I went to like line up there, and then the rider was like, uh, "You got to go where you qualified." I'm like, "Like this morning?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "But it's moto two." He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, oh boy, I'm a fish out of water. But, uh, but I was like laughing. I like told my mechanic, I'm like, dude, you could have told me before I came up here. Oh, like, oh, I don't know, man. I thought you knew. I'm like, yeah, I don't know much. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So let's talk about the motos there. So the first moto, I mean, uh, I looked like you were, I was trying to see you where you were. They didn't show a whole lot of the outside there, but uh, I'm assuming that was you pretty much on the outside, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. The second last guy from the outside, yeah, <laughs> not the best place to start, but I kind of made it work, which is yeah. Okay. So yeah, but you so you went out and you were outside the top twenty, but then you you kept moving up, and I, I mean you're with some uh, some former GP winners, and I mean you were in the, you're in the mix with some dudes there going through. Talk about uh, how Moto One went. Like you said, you ended up thirteenth, but take us you know take us briefly through that race. That was pretty uh, pretty cool to watch. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty good. Like obviously where I knew I was starting. Um, uh, I had to kind of take a little bit of risk um, through the first two corners. Um, so, I mean, I kind of went around the outside and found a gap in the corner two and, you know, seen a little bit of a hole and then just smashed the guy out of the <laughs> way and kind of took the inside because the inside is, like, pretty crucial because you get to the inside in the next corner as well. Right. Um, so, I mean, Buddy left a couple feet open and I took full advantage of it. But it kind of made myself a little bit of a hole so that's where I kind of got a lot of guys it was honestly in corner two and three where I was able to kind of make some quick moves there um, to get into a decent spot and then yeah like I was I was battling with some pretty good guys up at the front there um, for the whole moto honestly like there was um, there was a lot going on like <laughs> the first couple laps here are insane like people are just wide open smashing off each other trying to clean each other out like it is it is unreal like i don't even i don't get it like this the first moto was wasn't too too bad um but the second moto was gnarly and we can talk about that after but um but yeah i mean it was nice to battle with some uh fast guys up front there and you know kind of go back and forth because like they'd pass me or you know they'd have a better line and then i'd get them back in the next corner so it was fun it was good racing um and like for the most part, the first moto, like every, I kept it clean with everybody, and they kind of kept it clean with me. So it was actually, it was actually really fun to race. Nice. Okay. Now, when you're, you know, when you're out racing and you're getting, you're getting past, you're doing passing. Is it a situation for you, like you know, it was your first one? Are you out there, kind of going, okay, okay, I'm starting to settle in? Or when you're looking back at these things, are you kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll be more comfortable next time? I know that's something kind of a finishing conversation, but uh, as you're doing it, were you feeling yourself getting more comfortable out there running, running with these guys, or? Yeah, I think so. You kind of just get a little bit more comfortable with taking a little bit of a risk because, um, like, it's really tight, right? So, like, eight through, I mean, the top five really are kind of gone. No, um, well, not gone, but they're, you know, they're out front. Um, and then, like, you got, like, the eight to 15, 16 that are, like, super close like everybody kind of freight trains a little bit mm-hmm. so you always kind of have someone on your ass but then you're trying to make a pass for the like pass the guy i mean there's no other option than to take a different line so trying to get used to like 
all right, like I'm going to open the door for the other guy behind, but then I try and get the guy in front. So it's kind of, you got to pick and choose a lot, especially on the track today, which was tricky because like you say, inside, outside, you got to kind of open the door to go outside to cut back in. Um, so it, uh, it wasn't easy today to uh, kind of know where everybody was going, that's for sure. Right. Now, what uh, team-wise, what... Now, are you the only 450 guy kind of beside there? Are there a 250 team, or is there another? Yeah, so they're technically like the factory Honda 250 team, because right. like, um, Caraboldi owns both teams. Okay. So he owns, he owns like the 4D team with, um, with Geyser, and then the 250 team as well. Um, so um, it's actually cool for them, too, because they actually have a guy on their team in the 450 class, which makes, right. uh, makes I mean, their life a little bit busier, but I think they like it. Right. So when you come off 13th, were you pumped, and how did the team react? Yeah, I was like, I was pretty happy. I obviously, I didn't really know where I'd be. I was like, oh, you know, 13th is pretty good. It's like close to the top 10, and the guys in front of me are all like pretty big name guys. Um, so like, I was, I was pretty happy with it. And I think the team was happy too. Cause obviously, like after the way practice went, I don't really know what they expect. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, so uh, I think they were they were pretty cool, but I mean they're they're a top kind of team, right? So it's like no one gets too excited, you know. You go right. you do your business, you come off, right? So um, feels a little bit like back home, like one more race and like you know win, lose or draw, you know, you, you come back and everybody's kind of like, all right, job done. We focus on the next one. Um, so that's kind of what it was. So there wasn't a lot of like <laughs> excitement or whatnot, but I mean for me, I came off with a smile on my face, which is always good. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> yeah, I know that yeah, for a it's fact. Good, it's good, and I and you know what I had fun. Like, it's been a dream for me for a long time to get to do the like a uh, GP and stuff. So um, for the, my first motor to go fairly well, and um, I was I was happy with kind of the way I rode and where I was because I was always in a battle the whole moto. I was either trying to catch a guy or there's a guy in my ass. So um, I never really had a chance to think about too much other than trying to hit my lines as best as possible and uh, so when I came off you know I was like all right 13th is pretty good <laughs> all right hey I'm just gonna say you always think I'm uh, mad at you or something like that and I'm like no you should uh when you come off a race and you haven't won it you should go look in a mirror first and you'll know why I don't come running up to interview you right away <laughs> yeah yeah that, that is fair that is that is fair um but I mean here obviously winning is um, I mean, winning would be sick, but um, <laughs> I kind of, you know, that would be a tough one. So, I mean, i got to get used to the whole not winning part because right. um, there's one thing I do hate more, and it's losing. I hate <laughs> losing more than I like to win, so I always try to win. But here, you know, I try to get my feet wet and see uh, here I can go here. Okay, hey, before we talk about uh, Moto2 there, uh, but, uh, although obviously the top five guys, like you said, are gone, but is, is Hurlings the fastest rider you've ever seen or what? Yeah, I don't think I've seen them all day, to be honest. <laughs> um, so I, I can't even really, I can't even really comment because I didn't see him once all day. I, well, I shouldn't say that. I got behind him in practice because I thought he was going to do a heater lap, and I wanted to get behind him to see what he was doing different. But then he ended up not doing a fast lap, so I didn't see much of him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I heard his second moto was pretty good, but I honestly didn't see any of it. So uh, I can't, I can't, I can't say to be honest. Was that you that they were coming up to lap? That you made it through for one last lap in the second moto? Uh, maybe I have no idea. 
because I think uh, 20, yeah, anyway, anyway. Okay, well, let's. Um, I just thought that was interesting because watching it's just like man, just watching him methodically kind of close in and make the pass and just uh, man, pretty pretty cool to watch. But so okay, second moto, uh, huge crash in the first turn. But is that where you went down, or did you crash the next turn or something? No, actually, oh, I got taken out on like the second lap. Oh, second lap. Like, I mean, the lap So then, uh, I mean, you just kept pushing and just uh, came across in 21st. I mean, the rest of the race, you kind of pushed it. The uh, bike was okay after that and stuff. You're all right? Yeah, yeah, I was good. Like, I, I didn't fall hard or nothing. Uh, I just kind of got my front wheel taken out. But, I mean, it kind of the name of the game. And then um, a couple laps later, I came into a corner and I split out a little bit. So I lost, I think, a position there to Olsen or something, but nothing too bad. And then... Um, and then honestly, I kind of just freight trained with, um, I think it was Yao Olsen and Van Orbeck a little bit. We were running like 20, 21, 19, 20, 21 or something. And, uh, that was about the race. It was more of like, am I going to try and kill myself to pass these guys to finish 18th or 19th or, you know, kind of settle into a pace and just kind of settle into the pace. The track was, the track was kind of going away and. It wasn't easy, so it was kind of like um, settling with those guys and kind of cruise to the finish, I guess, a little bit. Because, I mean, from there on, we were we all went down at the start, so we're kind of all just kind of cruising, trying to uh, catch back up as much as we can. And then what we we're all doing, so it was kind of like we we're all kind of helping each other out, just kind of training a little bit. Right, now it's just cool to hear, you know, those, those names that you're mixed up in there. It's kind of cool. And Bodgers was in there for a bit, too. I think he uh, got a little ahead of you guys or something, but... Uh, yeah, just like you say, naming some of those names is pretty cool that uh, that we've got someone over there doing it. So it's uh, really cool to cool reason to wake up early on a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Especially on BC time, it would have been real early, huh? <laughs> well, for me, I like I like to sleep in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but you know, it's cool. It's cool to be over here and racing against some of those guys. Like it's banging bars with you know 
guys that uh, that do this, you know, the whole season and stuff. It's cool. Nice, nice. Well, hey, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Nothing's confirmed at all yet, but don't be surprised if you see uh, if you see a Canadian wandering around there for the last few. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Think they're coming? Well, I'll just say it's it's in the it's in the possibilities column right now. Oh, sick. Right on. Yeah, that's awesome. Let me, uh, yeah, let me know. I can get you a pass or whatever. Okay, cool, cool. Um, uh, now, about, so Wednesday, I mean, it's a weird condensed, you know, race schedule you're in. You mentioned you wanted to do your suspension a little stiffer coming into the next one for Wednesday. Any other changes? And will you now get a chance to test with the team and do a little bit more fine-tuning? Yeah, there won't be, uh, there won't be much testing. I'm, uh, my mechanic is framing my bike tonight before I left, so he'll be, his bike was framed, so there was just a frame left, so I guess they work on that tomorrow. Um, kind of rebuild the bike and then um, just go from there. There's, I mean, I'd like to make it a little bit stiffer, but I need, a, I need some springs and stuff, and they don't have the right springs that I need. Um so it's kind of like, and then shipping stuff overseas is an ideal right now. I know that right. because my gear didn't show up for this weekend because mm. it's <coughs> stuck in customs. So, uh, yeah, shipping stuff isn't like super fun. So we're trying to come up with a couple different options to help a little bit for, uh, for Wednesday. It's kind of a quick turnaround too, um, for everybody, but I'm sure we'll figure out a couple things and just kind of slowly try and progress a little bit and, um, kind of go from there. Okay. Hey, what's uh, any uh, any sense of? I mean, you got Tony Caroli's final season. We got uh, Valentino Rossi. I mean, there's a whole lot of uh, kind of big stuff going on there for Italians right now. Is there a sense of that at the races or anything? Do you see a lot of forty sixes there? Honestly, I, like during race day, like you don't have a lot of time to really walk around, do much um, <laughs> other than focus on the race and watch a little bit of duty stuff. So I'm kind of a guy who likes to have a little lay down between motos and stuff, so I didn't get to see much other than when Cairoli and I were battling in the second moto because he went down and I went down and we were kind of, he was right behind me for like four laps, but then I could hear like the chainsaws behind me and I'm like, yeah, those aren't for me, so <laughs> must be, and then I checked over a jump and I was like, oh sure, shit. It's Dude, you, Cairoli right behind me. you wouldn't make it out of there alive if you did anything too badly to, uh, to him. Yeah, well, he kind of didn't make it easy for me on the <laughs> second moto where he went, where he hit the guy and went down, or they came together. I don't really know what happened. It happened super quick, and I was like, man, I'm like, I had to like hammer the brakes and like cut to the inside so I didn't run him over. And I was like, holy shit! Like, I if I hit him, I'm I might as well just drive back to the semi and get the heck out of there. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? absolutely. <laughs> All right, so um. Uh, is your fiance going to be making it over there at all, or what's uh what's the visitation situation? Uh, we had talked, yeah, we had talked about it, but I uh, I don't think so because she's got to work and stuff back home. So, so uh, I think I don't think she'll be making it this time. So it's kind of just just going to be myself for um, the whole trip, I believe. Oh wow! Um, if she was going to come, she was going to come for the last two. But I mean, she already came to Mantavis, so it was kind of right. You know, less of. Uh, you know, it was more like maybe to come and see different part of Italy or whatever. But um, yeah, she's got to work and she's busy as well. So um, just be me. <laughs> okay, all right. So I guess uh, if all things go well, see, so you got to now you know the importance of qualifying. Obviously, I guess you'll attack that a bit. Uh, you'll, you'll be one of those crazy kamikaze guys on Wednesday, I guess, right? Y- or, yeah, so, yeah, I mean you don't really have a choice. 
fine. I didn't really know that. But, I mean, that's all part of learning, right? It's like the first round, so you learn <laughs> a few things. And I mean, got a couple laughs out of guys on the team. It was funny. But, uh, yeah, so I really had no idea on that. So, yeah, I guess I will send it. in a t- like, Because, like, for me, normally qualifying, like, because I came back and, like, Livia, the team manager, she's like, yeah, you just did four laps. Like, what's that about? And I'm like, well, that's, like, normally how I do qualifying. I go out, I ride, and do four or five fast laps at a time kind of thing. And she's like, she's like, yeah, that ain't going to work here. Oh, I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> nice. Fair enough. Yeah. So I was like, all right. Now you got your wrist slapped. Yeah, well, yeah, a little bit. I was like, I just, I just don't know. It's like, it's all new. So I'm like, I, I don't really know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, now I know a little bit. I'll be... A little bit more full send and qualifying, I guess, on Wednesday to get a uh, get a better time. But I mean, these guys are uh, these guys are fast. So I'll give it to them. They're fast. So yeah, well, I mean, if you look at your lap times, I mean, obviously there's the first guys like you mentioned, then there's that huge group. So I mean, with a good start, obviously anything's possible, and that's what obviously I don't I don't think I have to tell you that, but <laughs> so you know there's potential there. So what uh, what happens if you do really well and somebody offers you a ride over there? Yeah, I mean. I... Obviously, it's kind of crossed my mind. Obviously, for now, I'm just kind of focused on racing and stuff. But um, I'm a I'm a loyal guy, so I mean, if anything really came across, I got realistically, I saw the contract for next year in Canada with uh, with GDR with Dig and, and Fox and stuff. So um, for me, that's kind of still my plan at the moment to be back in Canada. But I mean, if anything comes up, I would I would have to run it by them and you know kind of go from there. Um, I know, like everybody's like, oh, you should just kind of stay over here, but it's not really that easy. Of course, it, like it's easy if you want to just screw someone over. But I'm not kind of, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm loyal, and you know, I'll fulfill what, uh, whatever I need to, whatever I need to do for the team and stuff. And um, I mean, I like racing in Canada, but I mean, the opportunity over here would be cool. So having one come up would be awesome, and it's for sure something that you know Derek and I would have to speak to each other. Um, you know, face to face about it, and as grown ups, you know, and have that conversation. But uh, we've already talked. We Derek and I talk a lot more than I think most team managers and riders kind of, you know, talk about some of that stuff. So uh, we're kind of on the same uh, we're on the same page a little bit. All right. Yeah. I know. I sorry. That was kind of an unfair question to throw you in the, throw that at you there. But I, I did. I spoke to Derek about it as well. So. <laughs> I'd ask you yeah, to. yeah, and I think it, I, him and I obviously have the same answer a little bit, but um, but yeah, I, like I'm super loyal to any team, and you know anybody who kind of gives me the opportunity to do something and you know pay me to ride a dirt bike. So um, there is definitely one thing in motocross is it's a small community, and if there's anything you know that the kids can learn from this question, actually, would be you know be loyal to the people who help you out. Uh, you know, don't uh, don't throw them under the bus. Yeah, uh, it's uh, you know, even if you think the grass is greeny on the other side, sometimes mm-hmm. it isn't. All right, okay, but uh, sorry, I kept you a little longer than I meant to. I'll get you through, get you through your day there over there in your 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 lone time there. But uh, uh, yeah, Paris Supercross end of November. Oh boy, that's a good question, huh? <laughs> I've heard. I, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's a tough one because I know they kind of put that thing out that I was going to be there and stuff, but I on I I really hadn't talked. I talked to him a little bit about it at the Nations, but then it kind of got canceled, or not canceled. Well, I 
got canceled and then moved. Right, moved. Um, so that's, it's not 100% yet. Will you see me there? I mean, realistically, maybe. I mm-hmm. mean, I have the bike and everything over here to do it. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. It's a, I, that'll be for the next couple of weeks. I got to sort some stuff out um, this week with, uh, with Paris. Right, right. All right. Well, boy, I think, uh, I think we covered uh, just about everything there. Yeah, yeah, I think it was good. I think it was good. I'm pretty, uh, pretty happy with my day. Then you know some of the stuff in the second moto, but I think my riding was good, and uh, you know carry some of that momentum into uh, into Wednesday and try and uh, have two have two solid motos there and uh, see what I can do. Hey, I get the feeling if both tracks were dry, I get the feeling you'd prefer Mantova. That is correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Here, here's um. <laughs> it's really tough to ride, um, just because of how slippery it is, and it gets super holed out. So you don't really have traction, or you think you have traction, and then you don't, and then the only place to go is bank off a wall that's basically ninety degrees <laughs> with the track. So um, it's not it's not easy. Um, I know it might look easy on TV, and it always kind of looks better on TV, but it is, uh, it's not an easy place to ride a dirt bike. Yeah, this one, I didn't there's think like that, this one didn't look easy like to me. rocks, like, in some of the sections, like, big, you remember, like, uh, Nanaimo? I sure do. I used to be, like, the, the, the rock, like, the rock underneath the track, because it's built on, like, a rock hill. <laughs> yep. Well, that's basically what we're working with, like, the, the one corner of the there's a rut and then it leads to just shale rock all the way across. So you're kind of just sliding off the top and then you jump down the hill. Like it's, it's tough. It's not easy. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, same with out here in BC, it's like all these mountains, why aren't we utilizing them as well? When you try to, it just ends up like that, right? It's not uh, the nice soil down in the valleys is, <laughs> is the nicer dirt. So it's uh, kind of tough. You want to use it because it looks nice, but it's not great for racing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, I think the racing was probably good today. I don't, I don't know. I know it was good for me in the first moto with a bunch mm-hmm. of shit going on. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think it, I think it's okay. Um, it'll take, it's just taking a little bit of getting used to it. Just these guys are so used to it because they ride a bunch of it like this. So, just kind of getting my feet wet a little bit more. All right. Oh yeah, no, for sure. All right. Well, uh, obviously, really looking forward to Wednesday. Uh, checking it out again, and uh, obviously we gotta we'll let we'll let you get going here. We're uh. Uh, who got to ask you who you want to thank, Dylan? I mean, you got to thank some folks over there. Yeah, obviously. I mean, the whole team from back home, Honda Canada, GDR, Fox Racing, um, Derek for being super good with kind of getting this all put together for me and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, like over here, um, uh, honestly, I have to thank Livia and uh, Giacomo Garibaldi for kind of helping me out and kind of you know, giving me a spot to, to call home while I'm over here um, under their tent and stuff and their hospitality rig where we have food every day and stuff. So um, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty awesome that they're kind of, you know, doing that for me. And the, obviously my mechanic over here and, uh, yeah, just everybody on the team. It's been, uh, it's been fun so far and I'm uh, looking forward to kind of keeping it going. Hey, does uh, anybody on that team look like Kenny Powers, like the SP uh, action one? Or SM I don't action? Remember the guy? I don't know. I don't, I don't know who Kenny Powers is. <laughs> oh, Dylan. 
Oh, I've got a picture of you on the in front of the. F- I know, I know Austin Powers, but that's about it. Okay, all right. Well, sorry, I tried to go out on a silly reference, but uh, we'll have to let that one go. <laughs> get your Google. You got time this afternoon. Get your Google machine going. This afternoon, it's ten thirty p.m. here. What time is it here? <laughs> <laughs> this afternoon. Sorry, my math isn't so good. <laughs> yeah, no worries. No worries. All right, Dylan. Well, hey, thank you very much for taking the time. And, uh, man, good luck. We'll be watching. And, uh, yeah, all the best. Have some fun there. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you very soon. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk after uh, after the one on Wednesday. See how that one goes. You betcha. For sure we will. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. Okay, bye-bye.